with Bob and Bax. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Movie Blast with Bob and Bax. I'm Bob. And I'm Bax. And we watch movies so you don't have to. And it's October now. This is true. So we are actually doing, this is our third week of doing the Spooktacular, which we haven't told you about, just because we thought you'd know from following us on Instagram or Facebook that we're doing spooky movies all month. Yeah, and Halloween coming up at the end, so we just thought it would be a a cool seasonal thing to do. And hopefully you get to watch leaves fall off trees and change colors and eat candy and have a good time. Absolutely. So just uh, remember to check your apples for razor blades and your candy for poison and uh, go to the dentist after October 31st. For sure. Everybody be safe out there. So uh, spoiler alert, we watched the movie Suspiria. So if you haven't watched Suspiria, go watch it and come back. I got yelled at from people telling me that I spoiled movies without telling them that there's going to be spoilers. To give a thorough movie review, we like to really dig into it and uh, yeah, investigate it fully. So Suspiria is a horror movie and people die. Spoiler alert. All right, Vax. So hit us with some movie facts. So Suspiria was released on August 12th, 1977 here in the States. It is an Italian film. So I believe in Italy it was released in February of 1977. I couldn't find a budget for it. At the box office, I found that it did 1.4 billion lira in Italy. I'm not a currency guy. I can't tell you how much that is stateside, but it sounds like it did pretty well to me. Um, the score for it was done by Goblin, who are an Italian prog rock band known for their soundtrack work with the writer and director, Dario Argento, who, Bob, you might know some stuff about. Absolutely. So Dario Argento is super old. He's been active since uh, the 1970s, maybe even a little bit before. He's, he was born in 1940. I believe he's 78 right now. So he's up there in age. Mm-hmm. And he actually, the thing I uh, remember watching first that he made was, it was called Two Evil Eyes. It was an adaptation of Edgar Allan Poe's uh, work. And he actually directed The Black Cat starring Harvey Keitel. And so this black cat keeps on coming back and coming back and coming back. And eventually it drives this guy nuts. And he butchers up his wife and puts her in the walls. Sounds it's, pretty brutal. It's a loving story. You know, just uh, that happy Halloween kind of thing. So that's like the first thing I remember Dario Argento for. I met some guys in college that introduced me to other pieces of his uh, work. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I watched Tenebre and uh, so that was cool. And then uh, Deep Red, which was another one of his movies. The thing that he actually, I, I enjoy the most that I've ever seen was he wrote the screenplay to Demons, which is about a movie theater um, where these demons show up and so it, t- it all takes place in this movie theater and it's about this mask and it's really cool I-, I like that one a lot suspiria is a movie about an american ballerina who travels to go to a school and at that school when she arrives there the first night she sees a woman running away and running through the woods and uh she manages to go and stay at another place and come back the next day and finds out uh, cause she's admitted into the school uh, for being a, uh, for being a ballerina mm-hmm. and she begins going through her programming and stuff, but she finds out that that woman was actually murdered that night before. And you actually see this as the audience. Uh, she goes to stay at her friend's house. She thinks something's following her and she's actually pulled through the window, falls through a glass ceiling and is hung to death. 
And her friend that was there with her is actually pierced by all of this glass that's falling down on her. And it's, it's a very brutal scene. So we go back to the school and uh, it's kind of weird and she's being forced to go through classes even though she's feeling faint. She just doesn't feel right. And the whole people that work there are kind of odd and they're acting strangely um, and they're like making her drink wine only during meals and stuff because she gets a bloody nose during during class and she like passes out. And so they bring a doctor in, but they won't let her leave the school. Eventually, the main character finds out from the girl that was like friends with the woman that you see that was killed in the beginning of the movie that there's something sinister going on at the school. And it's actually an occult ballerina school, which is odd in and of itself. And you find out that there's actually a witch at the school that is making people that find out about it either sick or die. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, the ballerina actually kills the witch, which you find out when she's talking to a few people earlier about the school, that if you kill the head witch, all of the other witches lose their power. Hmm. And that's Suspiria in a nutshell. It's a ballerina movie about a warlocky witchy school. There it is. Absolutely. So there were a few cool scenes during it that I enjoyed. Her friend actually that tells her about the coven of witches is that she actually is running away, goes upstairs and like is trying to escape this person that's chasing her. She jumps out of a window into a pit or like a, like a rooftop full of like barbed wire. Mm-hmm. And that was brutal to me. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm watching this. So that was the one thing that I was like, holy crap, like this is intense. Yeah. So Bax, what, what things did you notice in the movie that you enjoyed? Things that I liked in Suspiria. I thought that the camera work was super impressive. The shot selection was super impressive. Um, the cinematography, it was all on point, especially for a film in the horror genre that came out in the 70s. Um, I was super impressed by that. And you can tell that Dario Argento is an artist, right? Like it doesn't take you very long into the film to see that. The use of color also and sound were super evident and I would think had to be super intentional, right? So that's another thing that Argento, I think he used really well. Um, And yeah, I remember when we started it and just the music and the use of color and I kind of texted you And I was like, is it going to be like this, the whole film? And you were like, yeah, like, welcome to Italian cinema, you know? So I think that's another thing, just that it kind of has like that Italian art house vibe to it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the, the color, um, the sound, this having the same soundtrack throughout the entire movie was neat because it brought you through it together, but that just, it kind of, you're like, yep, this again. Yep. Yep. I know, I know where this is going. So, um, what I liked was the special effects, like the, the, the horror movie makeup was really cool. Um, the witch at the end, which very, which was kind of funny how she was just like laughing and stuff and you, she was invisible. And then all of a sudden you saw that like she had an outline and it literally looked like a person had drew an outline around her. Yeah. And then, uh, the main character stabs her and kills her. Um, so I thought that was, I think it was kind of cool. Um, the last 15 minutes of the movie 
and the and the first 15 minutes of the movie i thought were really good but then the rest of the day-to-day what's happening at this bout like a ballerina school or ballet school if you will Mm -hmm. um is kind of god it did get a little boring to me Mm -hmm. um and i did talk to a couple of my friends about it and they're like you know what you should just like watch it again and understand that it's an experience and it's not driven by plot. And I thought that was an interesting thing to take away. Mm. Kind of shows how like different films can be different things to other people, you know, and like the, like the art part of film. Yeah. This was definitely more artistic um, than a lot of other movies. Uh, What did you think of the uh, dog that all of a sudden decided to kill its owner? I was into it mostly for the fact that I think you already touched on the kill scenes that are in the film. Even though for me, I felt like the kill scenes were a little bit sparse. I could have used a few more of them. Maybe they were really well done. So the dog turning on his, uh, on his owner, I was into it. And, and this is a blind man. So a blind man walking around this dog all the, all the time. And at this point, I didn't understand that there were witches involved, that there were like curses, that that's why these people were dying in these specific ways. Um, is that the the witch at the school decided to tell the dog to kill its owner? Definitely, like that's and and I so I was like, this doesn't that doesn't make sense. Why would the dog all of a sudden kill its owner? Like this doesn't make sense. But then as soon as I at the end of the movie, I was like, ah, I get it, I get it now. Um, so yeah, we touched on the glass ceiling break. We touched on the the witch at the end dying. We touched on the razor wire and the dog. Are those the only deaths in this movie? I think that's it. Yeah, those those are the only ones that I can think of. I mean, for to be a horror movie and to to only have that many seems crazy to me. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Bax, you have a time machine. You go back in time. You're able to talk to Dario Argento. What's the one thing you tell him that you sh- that he should change about this movie? Can I get two? Absolutely. Okay, the first one, you touched on this already as well. For me, the soundtrack kind of, it became more of an annoyance to me and a distraction to me, more so than it was like an enhancement to the atmosphere of the tone. So for me personally, I would definitely scale back the use of that soundtrack by Goblin. Is it the same track over and over again or are the tracks different? It's absolutely the same thing on loop. Okay. Yeah. So, so it wasn't just me. Oh so, no, I, it was, it, it, it started to grade, grade me too. So I remember texting you kind of poking you like, yeah. Oh, it's happening. It's happening again. Yeah. Yeah. Just sending me the fire emojis and talking about how it slaps. Yep. Yeah. So if I get two things, that's one of them. The other one, I'll just say, yeah, for me, when I do watch a horror movie, I feel like when I've heard about Suspiria before, it had been people talking about slashers, I don't know why I think like I listened to a podcast about slashers, which Chris Jericho and Eli Roth once, and they brought this film up. So I expected more like a Friday the 13th, more of a like Halloween, like people getting cut up on the regular. Mm -hmm. So I would add a few more of the kills and like, it was a strength of the film when it does happen. Like at the start, you actually see a heart and the heart getting stabbed. Right. Mm-hmm. Or like when the dog's eating his owner, you actually see the dog pulling flesh off the owner, right? So yeah. if they were really well done. I would add more of that. So those would be my two things. Yeah, I agree. I think um, adding more of the death scenes would be cool. I think I would say hint 
towards the because so there are hints so you hear there's that witch like that thing like Mm -hmm. in there's a couple there's a few little hints throughout the movie and i thought i heard the word witch when i was watching it and i was like nah that's that couldn't be what this is about so um when i finally understood that there was a witch involved i was like so he foreshadowed so he did foreshadow but he just put one word and was witch like that's not enough yeah like, i would i per, i would totally prefer like the, the guy outside the building saying like hey there's witches here like like be like there's spooky things happening like i'd yeah. rather have that kind of foreshadowing i'd like to have foreshadowing slapped in my face because then i know what i'm in for yeah and i hope that the guy in the movie would have that voice too because i like oh, that voice i would hope so yeah and then um so i I'd, I'd want more foreshadowing and then i'd also i would want less of the day-to-day and more like pivotal moments kind of kind of like you get in the shining where every day that happens in the shining it's a scene that's important mm-hmm. and like that's why i'd lo- and that's what i expected walking into this movie like i, I expected to have my shining experience. Like when I first understood what the shining was and I watched it, I was like, Oh yeah, this is what, this is it. This is, I get it. I get it. And I just didn't have that experience with this. And I'm, I'm going to watch it again just so I can kind of say, you know what? I gave it, I gave it shot one. Let's watch it another time to see if I can really understand now that I know what the ending of the movie is, mm-hmm. um, that I can just kind of grasp onto it, see if there's more foreshadowing and enjoy it more. I feel that for sure. When we got done watching it too, we were on the text and you were telling me that I should probably give it another shot. And in that moment, I didn't want to at all because like, we'll get into it when we get to the end of the show, give our (laughs) final grades. I was like kind of heated. Like I had heard super good things and it's supposed to be a super influential film in the horror genre. Like I was pretty butthurt when it got done. Now being a few days out from viewing it, I am also a lot more open-minded to watching it again. I remember when I, when we were talking, cause actually we, we talked to each other on the phone after we watched it Yeah, good and, I, and I was totally like, we should just boot it up again. And you were like, no, uh, <laughs> I was not having any of it. Yeah. You, you, I, I remember you exactly going, I, I, I want to make sure that you understand that I'm not joking right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I, I guess I took it too far. Right. So, um, but Overall, there were really cool things that I did enjoy. Yeah. My final thoughts on this film are, if you haven't seen it, and if you like horror movies, you probably have to. Like, the special effects alone for its time, I'm a huge practical effects guy, and I think just seeing specific ways that Dario Argento kills these people Mm -hmm. is really cool. I kind of want to go through the rest of his work just to see what else he does. Final thoughts, man, final thoughts. I like all the stuff that we've touched on so far, but like, I feel like you have to give credit where credit is due Mm -hmm. and the sheer filmmaking, like the artistic polish and finesse that's on this film. I think that alone makes it worth watching. If you like are a fan of films, you know, um, and like you said, too, if you're a fan of the horror genre, I also, yeah, I think you should definitely check it out just for the fact that it was there and it did influence a lot of filmmakers come. Like, did you say John Carpenter said maybe he was influenced by Argento? 
Uh, John Carpenter said that Dario Argento kind of inspired his Halloween. Yeah. And you also said that Argento, or at least you told me Argento maybe worked with George A. Romero, right? Yeah. Yep. And in the, 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 the black cat, um, yeah. the, the two evil eyes movie. Yep. Yeah. So just like Argento and his resume alone, I definitely think this should be checked out. Oh yeah. I mean, this, he's been in a, he, he did like a fan of the opera. He did like, he, he made a lot of different things that I think are worth seeing. Mm -hmm. So he's probably a legendary Titan in the horror genre. Like there's not a lot of people that are like, you have your Hitchcock Carpenter, your Wes Craven, you are, you're Argento. Like, I think those guys all belong like George A. Romero, those, those guys belong in the Hall of Fame of horror. Another final thought, or I guess another thought, a lot of the spooky movies that people might watch now, maybe they're like, I feel like a common complaint about spooky movies now is that they're repetitive and it's all the same thing over and over again, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like a rehash of things that have been done before. So if you are a fan of the genre and you're trying to mix things up and see something fresh and see something different, I think Suspiria might be a good fit for you. Absolutely. So, Bax, I'm going to give it a grade. I'm going to say that this, even though I got frustrated while we were watching, yeah, I'm going to say because of the practical effects, because I do still like that score, it slaps, I'm going to give this a B. All right. Do you want to unpack that B anymore? Or you think that? I think, uh, well, I mean, it's a B because I think the the scenes that are in the movie that I really enjoyed. I even like the exposition scenes when she's finding out that this used to be an occult school mm-hmm. as well as the, as, as well as being a ballet school. So I do, I do enjoy, I'm really ex- excited for the Suspiria remake just because I think it's going to add what we're asking for into it. Mm. I think just for legacy alone, it's a B. I also don't want to get yelled at by people by saying, I can't believe you gave it a <laughs> Right. Speaking of the Superior remake, I saw that it's like two and a half hours. And this one was only an hour and a half. So I do wonder, like, with that extra hour, what's going to be going on? See, I like the length of this movie. Yeah. If it was two and a half hours with that pacing, I would, I, I would, it, I would be unwatchable. Impossible. Yeah. yeah. We should definitely go check the remake out. We will. Um, if I'm going to give it a grade, I'm going to... I'm going to be honest because it's us on the cast and people listening probably want to know what we think and not what other people think. Right. Mm-hmm. If you want my honest thought, I'm going to give it a C plus. Um, and I give it the C plus kind of like I touched on before the filmmaking, the art behind it, the way that shots are set up, the camera, the angles, the way it moves around all of that. It makes it worth watching Argento. Honestly, um, Jessica Harper, she played Susie. I, I thought she was okay. Like for a final girl type character, you know, is she the final girl through where the girls still alive? You know what I mean, though. Well, yeah, no, for she was the main character. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm gonna give it a C plus. Yeah, nobody's really on this journey with her. Right. That's that's the thing. She has a friend, but her friend's dead. Yeah. Woman in the beginning, dead. Mm. Blind guy who plays the piano, dead. Yeah. She's just investigating which house all by herself. I, just talking about it, I kind of want to watch it today. For sure, it's weird. Yeah. I was so I was so anti watching it again, but now I kind of just just thinking about everything. I kind of want to watch it again. Man, I feel that. Um, if in real quick, speaking of grades, if you go to IMDb, it's got a seven and a half out of ten. 
Rotten Tomatoes is feeling it. Rotten Tomatoes, 92% of critics gave it a positive review, 83% of audience members. I feel like this is one where if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, maybe I expected to see more of a gap between the critics and the regular audience, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, both, both high percentages. It's definitely like when you walk into this movie and when, you, when you're about to sit down and watch it, it's not going to blow your mind. like it's just kind of bathing in the movie like that's it's you're just watching this happen you're kind of just listening to the music and stuff like that and you're watching this character go through day-to-day stuff it's not it's not an exciting movie except for like the the bits of excitement are super exciting Mm -hmm. that razor wire thing is just still The part about the razor wire thing too is like, at least for me, I thought she was, I thought she was going to be safe. Right. Totally. Like, like she's going for a window. Mm-hmm. She's going to take the fall out the window. It's like, oh, okay. Like she's going to be okay now. No, she's actually going to fall on the phone barbed wire. Yeah. We'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, that yeah. was like, that was even just thinking about that actress, just having to go through and doing that scene. Yeah. That would be rough. For sure. But anyways, um, so if you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, go over to GameZillaMedia.com. You'll find some there. And then if you're looking to talk and to engage with us, go to the Discord. We'll be there to talk to you. If you disagree with us about Suspiria, we'll fight you in the Discord. Yeah, or, or we can have a civil discussion, however you want it. I'll fight you. Okay, Bob will fight you, and I'll be, um, I'll be the good cop. You know, So I'll have the civil discourse with you and hear you out. And you can also find us on Instagram at Movie Blast Podcast. Um, so you can see like heads up on what movies we're going to be doing. Um, you can see cool pictures of like Jeff Goldblum hanging out with baboons. So yeah, check us out there too. Do it. Hope to see you. Well, thanks for listening. Bob and Bax.